This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Eric, I'm led to believe, has a bit of a surprise topic for me that I have no idea, so he's turned the tables on me. Eric, how are you feeling this morning? I'm well. I mean, I don't know. This is what pre-conversation. I said, Todd, I don't know if we've discussed this before. I know we've discussed it, but it's it's tough to determine what's actually recorded and put out to the universe and what's just solo conversations uh, left on the cutting room floors or not even being recorded. So, so Todd... Um, we're setting a personal record here for those that obviously don't know. Um, this is this is a perfect week. We closed our rings. We've recorded every single day that we've talked. Uh, oh yeah. And we're going close our rings with this conversation. Todd, I would like to talk about vinyl records. Vinyl records, the collecting of the history of vinyl records from uh, from our perspective, more so what you what you need in modern day to actually be able to play a record why they're they're actually expanding <laughs> all things vinyl records so with that being said Todd did we ever talk about this before I mean I know you and I have talked about it have we talked about it on air so to speak I don't know that we have specifically yeah I, I, so. I know I know we've talked about collecting in general and I think it might have come up mm-hmm. that I've 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 done records but I don't think we've talked about it since you've started picking up vinyl yes that's something of a newish development so i don't know that we've gotten into it so this should be this should be good what what brings me into this conversation and and todd and i've been discussing this for geez several weeks almost months now is um i mean it all starts it all starts with our father who was i like to call when people you know who who was your dad's i i like to say a rock and roll drummer because that's kind of oh, how yeah. I always pictured him as, you know, he was a rock and roll drummer and he has his uh, vintage 60s Ludwig psychedelic red uh, drum kit. And he, uh, avid music listener, I would say that would be his number one hobby. Oh, yeah. You disagree. Oh, I mean, I, <laughs> number one hobby by far, which uh, and and he was somewhat into technology, so to speak. Um, so he would have. Um, I would say the latest and the greatest as as we could afford uh, technology right. to play music. So back in, geez, it, I'm assuming early 60s when he became a teenager, he probably started collecting records. Uh, many, many, many records to the point where we had oh, a, a pretty large sized room and two of the walls were completely, you know, stretched with uh, record shelves. Oh, yeah. And, it was impressive. and out of those, yeah, and they were alphabetized and, and, you know, from A to Z, and most of those were rock and roll. I mean, if not all were rock and roll. I do not recall seeing something that wasn't like a rock and roll. Yeah, not in some degree or another. It might have got, you know, strayed as far as, you know, southern rock, you know, like sort of thing. <laughs> Maybe. Like, you know, like you said, he was a drummer, and he, you know, he was in a variety of, of bands, most of which were like, like cover band type things. Mm-hmm. And the valley being the valley, there were quite a few of those that were, if not country bands, bands that played rock and roll and a fair bit of country. So I know he he often played country. I feel like he didn't care for country because the beats were pretty straightforward and not like 
a whole lot of fun to play like rock and roll. Sure. And sure. so I don't think he had many country records, if any. I don't remember any. Honestly. No, no. I, and that's that's the thing is I don't recall much either, but I do recall going through as a kid and seeing specific records, no, understanding and seeing names uh, of bands that I probably have never heard of before and so forth. And I mean, through the years, he would he upgraded to, you know, cassettes and CDs and whatnot. But the record collection remained up until probably about 2000, 2001, in which I snagged a handful. Uh, And I'm talking all the Beatles records that we had, several Elton John's uh, Journey uh, and Bad Company and Steppenwolf. (laughs) <laughs> and a random Rod Stewart, because why not? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, sure. So so I randomly grabbed those uh, before we downsized, and all the records were kind of displaced and or moved to a Salvation Army, uh, with right. a select 50 being sold to my friend's older brother, in which I'm still waiting for that $50. Jeremy, if you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> Nonetheless, but at least I feel good that, hey, at least some of our, our, our classic uh, collection is going to someone that appreciates music. And hopefully all the others went to great homes and people are um, enjoying some classic rock. But we're going to fast forward, what, 20 years? 20 years there, into the Thereabouts. Thereabouts, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I think it all starts for me, and then we'll, we'll get your perspective, Todd. It starts for me this Christmas when my daughter um, received a record player, like a briefcase-style record player. In which oh, yeah. you, I think it's just a real simple setup, has speakers built in, you open it up, you, you, you plug it in with a AC powered, you know, and it maybe cost, I think, you know, on a Black Friday sale, I think we got it, it was either $50 or 25 and yeah. it might have been 25 because it was 50% off. Um, so regardless, she got herself a record player. And with that being said, within a week or so of her getting it, we went and went to find records. So we went to the local thrift shop and went through, geez, the basement area, which had nothing. And I'm like, geez, these are all garbage. Uh, and then, <laughs> but we did find a couple of gems on the upper level, which is like, all right, so we got, you know, a couple records here and there. And then they went to a shop in the center market wheeling area, which I got a picture from Lauren one Saturday morning of Sergeant Peppers. And I said, oh, mm. look at that. And I mean, I think it was 50 bucks or so. And I'm like, well, I have it. She asked if I wanted it, but the real situation here was this is an actual record store that actually has records that we would want, mirroring almost what dad would have. And I said to myself, hmm, I I was interested. And maybe it was just the picture of what it was. And I said, next time we go, we're going to go ahead and shop for that. And the intent was to shop for Laney. Fast forward seven (laughs) months later, and um, Eric has been bit by a collection bug in which now I've started to collect albums with several different variety of goals in mind one of those and the overarching goal uh would be to restore dad's collection with classic rocks to fill two sides of a room or (laughs) maybe just an entire shelf or basement or what have you until you know money or time runs out that is somewhat my record collecting story in a nutshell um, with lots of little segues can talk throughout this, but I would like to hear it because I know, Todd, you've been uh, acquiring records and I don't know necessarily where this started and how this started. So this is a great time for you to tell me and the listeners. Sure. So I guess there was one brief stint again, shortly after, after dad passed, 
um, and before his collection was, you know, sort of scattered to the winds. Like you grabbed some, I grab, I think I grabbed all the Led Zeppelin that was available, and I think the Doors. That sounds right. Yeah, and I mean, at this time I was in, I was living in Florida. Unfortunately, when I left Florida, those were not things that made it into the two suitcases I left Florida with, uh, which still bums me out very much to this day. But I've I've since replenished. I guess when Abby and I got together. Abby had one of those large, like, console-style record players, you know, the one that's four foot wide, three feet tall, two feet deep. Oh, yeah. Looks, looks, yeah. Like, a, looks like yeah. a cabinet, like, the top yeah. top panel slides to the side, and that's where the, the actual record player is. She had one of those, which was awesome. And she had a bunch of records that were from her her father and her uncle, which runs the uh, wide variety of genres. Um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of classic rock, there's a lot of like 80s rock, but there's also like show tunes and Glenn Campbell and Pat Boone. Like it's just it's a weird mix, um, but it's good stuff. You know, and so she, she had all of those. And then the other thing that I think contributed to it is there are a bunch of stores here in the Columbus area. And I'm, I, I'm sure I've at least said the name on the podcast before. Uh, Half Price Books. It's a, uh, a used bookstore where you can sell your old books and or buy other books secondhand, which is awesome for getting game game books, old D&D books and whatnot. But they also have like a music section. They've got a bunch of CDs and they also have vinyl. And so, you know, over the years flipping through there, I've managed to, like I say, pick up some, some Led Zeppelin, some doors, just some miscellaneous. This isn't that uh, over time. And we also have some Ikea shelf unit that is just chock full of all these records that I went through and alphabetized. And I feel like at one point I even cataloged, there's a program slash website slash app i believe mm-hmm. it's called discogs that is specifically yes. for people inventorying and keeping track of their collection so i did that and actually it's to the point where we have so many and with the eventual intent to you know pack up and move out west there's a certain eye towards well what can we start to downsize now so we don't have to pack so much and it's manifested in you know what? We're going to listen to all these records. We're going to start at the beginning. And we're going to work our way through. And if it's a record we want to keep, hooray, great. If it's one that we're like, eh, eh, uh, uh, I don't have a strong feeling about this. We're going to go ahead and set that aside. To which, Eric, I believe you have been the key <laughs> beneficiary of that thus far. Of several, uh, I, yes, I, for sure. I think, we, I think we hooked you up with an ACDC. Uh, I feel like Absolutely. there's been some, uh, some Herb Albert that's come your way. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, like I said, that's, it's an eclectic that's mix. That's correct. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where we are at this point. So Todd and I, you know, through this journey, you know, he's uh, and, and not to lie, I think that was almost it was birthday maybe in which you brought those albums because we were talking. At this point in time, I didn't collect any yet. I think maybe Laney would have, uh, Laney would have had uh, maybe the record player, maybe not because it depends when you brought it. It seems like it was oh, you had, birthday, you but had, then again, you've come in several times. Yeah, you, you had the record player because we were we were hanging out okay. in your in your kitchen area and we threw on the Herb Albert because uh, I feel I correct. feel like the one you're I correct. gave you had had some they they did a cover of some Beatles song 
Um, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, you got to hear Obladio, this. Obladio, Obladio. Yeah. Yes. So we did listen to that. So it must have been a, a uh, an early or late winter trip that you came in and you brought those. And I think that did kind of spiral and and, and create this <laughs> this madness. So with that being said, I am somewhat of a completist that I like to complete things. I like to have series and 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 so forth. But oh, I, yeah. so I knew that this isn't going to be possible. Like there's no record. There's no actual like listing of dad's records, so I can't really complete it, to be quite right. honest. But right. I can create a mere, uh, you know, a homage, to, so to speak. Um, but I also don't want to just spend like, I don't know, there's something about the journey of all this. Oh, yeah. As opposed to let's go on eBay and let's buy a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I just don't feel like I feel like that's cheating nowadays. And I understand it, but I kind of want that, you know nostalgia almost even is like hey i'm doing a baseball series set and i have to find the one person who has the one card that i could not get when i bought all the packs or this or that and i'm kind of it's just like part of the journey of collecting things and this is why the research aspect of it the the luck the chance whatever have it be so i did not want to just go online and buy a whole bunch and i also don't want to have like reprints like i know that you can go to the target and buy you know pink floyd dark side of the moon but i want them to kind of feel used or be used for that matter just like uh, dad's collection would be right so um with the whole notion of not trying to spend thousands of dollars in a given month just to do this and i kind not necessarily time it out but get my full satisfaction out of it and enjoy each record i get i set the limit of twenty dollars a week and I can shop pretty much. I mean, I really can shop anywhere, but it works out to be super convenient that my children have piano lessons uh, right next to uh, the antique. <laughs> right. They have the, the antique market. So uh, on primarily on Wednesdays, I go over there and <laughs> even better yet that they close at four and I can get there at the earliest, typically at 3.30. So I don't even have a lot of time to look. I have a half an hour to get it go it and, and and even better yet and this is why this system has worked well for me you have to have cash um the, the vendor that's inside only takes cash so um i have twenty dollars and what i don't spend the week before you know if i say i don't want anything then i can roll it over so right. i have a rolling spreadsheet in which i can spend pretty much 80 bucks a month on records and there are many situations where i have to make the difficult decisions of <laughs> all right yeah. this is an album that i want do I have enough money? I can buy one album right now, or I can buy three or, you know, or, right. and it becomes this wonderful game of, do I think it'll be here next week? Have I seen this before? Is this common? Um, there's all types of stuff. So it has become a very, very enjoyable part of my week to go and see what they have. And a lot of them are always, you know, they have new arrivals. So whoever the vendor is, is getting new stuff each week. So each week it's a new, oh, look, what can we get here? Um, and there are some that are just like must-haves right off the get-go, you know, and I'm going to spend money on them. And then there's some of them that, you know, I've passed, you know, six, seven weeks in a row. And then finally, I'm like, all right, it's your week. It's your time to shine. And and I'd get them. So, um, and I've built a relationship with the lady that works there on Wednesdays. She's, <laughs> she, she's, she knows what my deal is. She, she calls yeah. me out if I'm going over and she's like, over budget today. I said, Hey, I said, Hey, I didn't come last week, you know? So it's right. uh, and Lainey Lainey primarily is there with me and she helps me find uh, the albums and she enjoys going through them just as much as I do. And she enjoys the whole process. Um, 
in which after we purchase, I share with Todd via Polo uh, yep. video chat uh, my finds. Uh, and I have another buddy of mine that is going through similar collecting vinyls at the same time without even letting, like we didn't even know, but we're in the same wavelength. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we're going through a quarter life crisis, as we say, yeah. uh, where yeah. we're just like, all right, we do something with, uh, with money. Um, so uh, that is my system right now. And I've been able to collect uh, you know, and be able to acquire a lot of great albums, some of the best, along with having some helpers along the way, uh, including, you know, yourself and and I believe it would be what your sister-in-law. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because there's because there's always, you know, whenever you're collecting something like this, because I because I agree, Eric, it's it's the journey. Like a, a lot of what you've 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 experienced collecting the vinyl has been very similar to some of the vibes I had collecting comics like mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah. You can, you can hop on the computer, you can hit eBay or any number of specialized marketplaces. And just, if there's a thing you want, you order it and it'll show up in, you know, a few days, but kind of where's the fun in that? Like it's yeah. nice to, in my case, go to different comic book stores and try and see if you can't find the thing or in your case, like record stores and antique stores and be like, Oh crap. I'm going to look, you know? And so there are certain ones that are sort of the current holy grail and pretty much from the time you started getting into collecting these for, for some reason, and maybe you can illuminate as to why this specific album was the, the white whale for us, the moody blues days of future past. We were like, we must get you a copy because I have a copy and I'll be honest. Like I have a lot of records. I don't necessarily play a lot of records because like the record player we have is like, upstairs in in like the living room and i spend a lot of my time you know downstairs Mm -hmm. in the the secret layer painting stuff like i don't you know so it's it's not super often that i'm hanging out up there such that it makes sense to put on albums but you know it's kind of like the dosa keys thing it's like i don't always play vinyl but when i do it's moody blues days of future past (laughs) (laughs) you know sort of deal yeah Um, yeah yeah so we just yeah we 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 figured we just must get this for you and we're we're looking all over and yeah eventually uh abby's sister found one at a at a yard sale you know because we knew she was going to yard sale and we're like all right if you see any vinyl if you find days of future past, grab it for me. <laughs> um, oh, and, that's and just randomly, it happened to be there. So you know. Hold on, but but the, it seems like the same day, the same day. Oh, oh, the same day, quite possibly at the same time. Uh, yeah. Abby and I were at there was there's a, a thing in Columbus. Apparently, they do annually called Vintage Fest. We're at one of the rooms at the state fairgrounds. Um, there's a whole bunch of vendors, mostly vintage clothing. Like that's where I picked up my my jean jacket. Uh, but they also have a bunch of folks there with vinyl, and I happened upon it. Yeah, same day. It was it was we went from we can't find this damn thing anywhere to two copies available the same day. It was pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now I have, and and I mean just, uh, I mean the explanation of why uh, I think it, I mean that is a top five album for me i think the album is just genius in every way um so if that's why i mean it's just one of those like ultimately there were a couple subsections of like as we discussed what are rules for these that like what is the goal you know right and i've discussed this with my other friend and he has like all right these are the top albums he wants and this is the kind that he wants because you just can't collect all and i mean you have to have some type of rules 
right? Right. Like, I, right. if I want all the Beatles albums, then I know that, all right, this is what I have to do to get all Beatles albums. If I want, you know, my top 50, you know, albums of all time, that's what I want to do. Uh, and, and, or do I just want to buy, keep buying until I, you know, that, that's the rule. Like, I, just $20 a week, no matter right. what, and, and right. what have you. Um, but so I have a couple subsection rules, which is I do want to acquire like my top 50 albums, all my favorites in a record form. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and and Days of Future Past is easily on the top of my record, my albums and which we did have a ranking system for that. Uh, so I know primarily what like draft or version one of Eric's favorite records are, you know, right. so I already know that I have Abbey Road. Um, mind you, I even have a sleeve of Abbey Road that mom won from WKWK FM or whatever, <laughs> without the record in it, of course. BJ well, Thomas know. is the record in it, but I have two of album covers, uh, <laughs> so, which is great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, you, become, put, you, can, you can get one of those frames, put it up on the wall. I, I think that's what I'm going to do. I mean, it almost I, is a prize possession for me oh, yeah. uh, just because of the oddity of it. Uh, and I also have Journey Infinity. These are the two albums that I uh, hold dear and near to my heart, uh, along with now Moody Blues. And the best part about Moody Blues is it now has a story. Like, it's not oh, just, yeah. hey, I saw it at that. It Now, there's a story with Moody Blues, which is enjoyable, and you guys just heard. So, uh, well, and it's, um, and that's, I mean, and that's a way better story than, yeah, Days of Future Past. I remember, oh, it was a cloudy Thursday morning, and I logged on to eBay. <laughs> That's it. So, I mean, I have another once that's been checked off, there's another one out there that I'm looking for. Uh, and and it, it is going to be a difficult find, in my opinion, because I have yet to see and I've been going to the record store and they replenish and they have sections for jazz, Motown, country, female, um, psychedelic soundtracks, all this stuff. They have they, they, they have tons of records there. Right. Um, but you will yet to find uh, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> And truth be told, there's nowhere you don't even know where to look. <laughs> like, like I don't know where yeah. to look. So you look in all of them, just to see, right. like, all right, could he be here? Could he be there? But the, the right now the they don't have a I they don't have a musical want. parody section, Eric. To you just uh, skip no, straight uh, to? No, no, no. I wish this isn't an antique shop, and it is like there's just a small section just jam packed with records and that's what you essentially get to walk into. Oh. It's about the size of what I would say is like a large, larger bathroom, you know, like it's okay. not big at all. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just telling you, if you, if you ever find yourself a new place or another place to look and you're, and you're trying to find weird Al and you're not finding it, it's always worth asking the person who works there because you might be surprised. I don't know if I've told sure. you this one, told you this one before or not. This this isn't vinyl. This is kind of going back to CDs. But okay. It was while I was as while I was deployed to Okinawa, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm the Navy. I'm single. I got nothing but money. I I vastly increased my CD collection in this time period, right? So at this particular juncture, me and my buddy Kenny were looking to fill out our mighty mighty Boss Tones collection. Oh, um, yes. As you do. It was around the time that um, that's the impression that I get was big on the radio. Okay. Um, I mean, we enjoyed Mighty Mighty before that, but just to give you a, a point in time reference. And so we go into town, in, into this Okinawan town, and they've they've got a couple of CD stores. And we're in there looking, and I'm you know I think there was like one one CD that we hadn't gotten yet, and I'm looking for it. I'm looking you know, under under the M's, and I'm like, well. 
you know, it's a foreign country. Maybe they had it, maybe they, they have it under B for boss tones. And I'm looking there and I'm not finding anything. And they have like a rock section. And they also have a punk section. I'm like, well, it's ska. That's kind of punkish. Let's see what we got there. And we're like not finding anything. And the woman, wand- you know, kind of working there, kind of wanders over. She's like, can I help you find anything? And I'm like, I've been looking. I don't think you've got it. I think I've searched this about everywhere. Mighty, mighty boss tones. And she looks at me and says like, oh, yes, it's in the ska section. And I'm like, what? You have a ska section? How is that, <laughs> how is, how is that even a thing? And sure enough, they, they had like a whole mess of them there. So, yeah. Ask if they have a, you know, a musical parody section, Eric. It, it might pay off for you someday. Well, you know, I will. I might have to do that. I did actually get <laughs> because of this, because this is what I'm looking for. I did actually get the person's name or, or I talked to the, uh, the, the clerk at the time. She knows my journey, my journey, so to speak. Yes. And I said, if you do, you, who, who gets these? Who is this mysterious? You know, where, how do they do it? Um, yeah. Can it's I get their source. name? Exactly. <laughs> and she let me write down. um the album and the, the name and gave it to the person. So I think that I have, you know, people out there looking for me, not to mention have, that I've kind of old. Scouts. <laughs> uh, I mean, Todd, I mean, and here's the thing and, and everybody online is, well, why don't you just go on eBay? I'm on eBay. It's $20. I could buy in 3d right now for $20, $5 shipping. So for $25, which is one week's budget, which is a no brainer for me, I could easily buy in 3d and there's several copies out there, but that is not the point. I understand right. that this is when the, the mo the amount of joy that I'll have when I physically see it, whether it be at a thrift store, whether it be at a yard sale, whether it be somebody brings it, whatever it is, that is the, the there's something to be said about that journey. And the fact is, yeah, Todd, for how many weeks? Probably eight, ten weeks. I bought all these with zero intent to play. I finally hooked up dad's old record player in the basement got it set up and and running yeah and finally started listening to some of these albums and that took like 10 weeks so it's not the actual listening i do not (laughs) i do not care about the quality to be quite honest (laughs) like i don't know even how to check to see if they're super scratched or this or that i just buy them and it's these are nice ornaments on on my shelf that i can say i am that oh yeah it's it's the collection bug i mean eric i've got I'm, i'm standing in the secret layer right now and I'm looking at three long boxes of comics. Do you know how many of those I've actually read? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe one of them. Like I yeah. got the wild hair up my ass to recollect all of the 2099 comics that were, you know, the things that I originally collected back in like '93, and just went on a mission, comic book store to comic book store, comic convention to whatever, and acquired all of them. And they fill an entire long box. And I haven't gotten back to go read them because I'm busy reading the current ones. So, yeah, like, no, I 100 percent get it. Yeah. Just get the records. At some point, you may or may not listen to them. But the important thing is the acquisition. Yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going through them now. And here's the thing is I'm not been shy. I've not been superly open. Like I, I, I have plans of sharing this online. Because it's somewhat interesting for music people. Is this is what I oh, found yeah. this week? This is what I'm trying to do, and so oh, forth. Yeah. Um, you know, so there is there is a niche there. Like if somebody was doing that that I know, I'd probably watch a two to three minute video each week, just you know, on a uh, Facebook stories or whatever, just to see what the hell that you got and if there's any story to it or what have you. Oh, so yeah. like part of me says, all right, I'll start doing that because I do it for two people right now. Um, both seem to enjoy it. So if there's others out there, I might do that. Uh, but with this being said, my the music teacher, he saw that I had albums one day. He said, what you got there? And he's like, well, I got some albums for you. And I'm not thinking anything of it. And he calls me the next day. He's like, hey, 
uh, you home? And I'm like, yes. He comes up and drops off 50, 50 albums. I mean, and we're talking, <laughs> we're talking good stuff. You know, like he's sending me, you know, Elton John, America, um, shoot, I, Kansas, uh, Beach Boys, the Monkees, like stuff that I enjoy even. He even gave oh, me yeah. the Beatles, the second album, which I did not have because dad didn't really collect prior to um, Rubber Soul, I believe. So we, yeah, like, so I yeah. could acquire a lot of those. So like he gave me this whole stack, which was awesome. Well, my other friend just so happened to be like, yeah, he has a system of his own and he's only keeping X amount of records, kind of like you. So right. he's just like, yeah, I'm going to give you everything that I don't want. And uh, he actually acquired albums from his friend's dad who passed away so forth so i he's like yeah i'll give you all of these and i'm going through and it's pink floyd animals and it's pink floyd final cut um and there was a freaking richard marks album in there you know like just, yeah that's um, that's I, a mind blower right there yeah, yeah i think i have three versions of simon garfunkel's greatest hits <laughs> like um so i mean like everyone owned that it's it, so i so over the course of a month into collecting you know, actually, like since I went to the store and started buying, I've acquired probably 150 uh, albums <laughs> right, that right. I didn't pay for. Right. You know, and then I've gone <laughs> and I've got twenty dollars a week worth of albums. Oh, yeah. So it's ganged up real quick. And that's just small word of mouth. So like the yeah. whole notion of, hey, if I start telling people I'm doing this, I have a good feeling that I'll have even more scouts on the street for in oh, yeah. 3d and or just saying hey we have all these albums we don't use them we don't listen to them do you want them and oh, yeah. that seems to be like a real thing not that i want it all to happen at once because you almost can't enjoy them all you know? oh yeah no uh, yeah. but then again it's not like i i, I would gladly take anything because um the the current the current plans i have is i um i've been purchasing all the plastic sleeves to make them nice and pretty i didn't know they existed Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can buy plastic sleeves, like 100 of them for 20 bucks on Amazon, which I don't mind buying. That's not a journey. That is a you, you don't you don't need to, you don't need the <laughs> yeah. quest for, uh, <laughs> for no. album jackets. <laughs> no, no. Jean jackets. That's a different story. But that's album fair. jackets. No. Yeah. Uh, so I, I so I have Laney and Hunter. They're getting paid um, hourly to to sleeve them up. And then Laney uh, has to uh, has to pay off some of her debt because she went into debt buying some stuff. So she's actually doing the <laughs> Excel cataloging for me of oh, the nice. album and the name. So that way, because now we're running into situations where I'm like, do I own this? I don't remember. You know, the Moody Blues yeah. in Chicago. I have a whole bunch, but like I don't remember which ones I own and I don't. So um beatles it's real easy that's cemented in my brain uh journey i know right off the get-go what i've been able to acquire since you know starting and what we already had so it's uh it's been a fun journey no pun intended uh, but overall <laughs> that's that's where we're at right now with of course the quest of in 3d being the i mean really any weird out but in 3d is the newest the newest uh, album that i must acquire which i think is going to be a difficult task yeah no that's that's fair yeah, I feel like at this point, I feel like if I encountered any old Iron Maiden, old Anthrax, old early years Metallica, Megadeth, like I, I feel like that would be fun. Or, or like Danzig, if I found like an sure. old Danzig album, like to get that on vinyl, I think would be pretty awesome. The other one that I think would be fun, just because it's such a weird juxtaposition, and I know that they exist because I know he's still producing them. If I can get Nine Inch Nails vinyl, that would be fantastic. Just because it's sort of techno industrial, it's music made with high tech stuff. To have that on vinyl just seems odd, and therefore I, I must have it. 
Um, of course. Those are, those are sort uh-huh. of my, my current holy grails. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, where do you, where do you stand with, um, are, are you buying reprints or are you looking for it out in the wild? Uh, I think, I think I'm good with either. Cause I guess the, my copy of physical graffiti from Led Zeppelin and black Sabbath's original self-titled album. I feel like I did get those on Amazon and they were reprints and they're all, you know, 180 grain vinyl, whatever, like they're, they're those. And they're, that's great. But if I find them in like half price books or, you know, vintage store or whatever, I'm good with like, I, I don't think I, I care so much. Cause yeah, I guess that's where? the thing. Cause like I'm getting them because I do like to listen to them as well as just have them on the shelf. So if the only way to get it was, Hey, it's a new pressing. I'd probably be okay with that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, you know, I have my strict guidelines and, and when I went to the half price books, because we did, I did venture to the half price books and I went above budget, but this was a specialized occasion. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, yeah, F it. Uh, um, there was a couple. <laughs> it was fun to watch your process because I was with you and you, you know, you're going through and you had just a stack of them. Like, and you're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> you're all said and done. You're like, Ooh, this is not good. I can't do this. No. Um, hmm, how are we going to do this? And like watching you yeah. do the math to, okay, we're going to split these into the definites, the maybes and that, and no, we're good piles. And then go through the maybe pile to figure out where those would go. It was, uh, it was, it's quite entertaining. Yeah. That, that, that typically is done on a smaller scale each week <laughs> with Lainey being the one I'm like, hold this hold this and she and then we go through and figure out what the heck we have to do after the fact but yeah we left that um we left that and there were a couple of them that i wanted to buy that actually found out to all right we think this is a reprint based off of the barcode which is a key key uh aspect like queen and even the chicago that i wanted had a barcode i'm like nope can't be doing that i mean so i'm sure there might be some reprints slipped into collection uh, here and there almost betting that i don't have any yet and if i do it, it wouldn't even matter um but albums that i don't care about because let's not mention i did get a lot of moms probably about 40 uh christian albums yeah <laughs> so yeah so we yeah. have those in the collection as well which are yeah very interesting uh to say the least so oh overall uh, it's enjoyable it's i don't plan on ending anytime soon and, and the good news is i got plenty of room uh in which i can just continue this on until you know, one day they, my my family needs a downsize, and they'll give them to the Salvation Army. Yeah, um, that's. But the hopefully they'll they'll keep the Beatles and, and move move forward. <laughs> that's it. That's right. That's it. Right. So that's my vinyl story, and I don't. I just didn't think we ever really talked on air. Yeah. Although none of no. these uh, none of these stories or things we talked about is new to Todd or I. <laughs> it is new to you in one form. It's all right. put together on a double sided vinyl album that you can now collect. <laughs> that's uh, right. In your local vintage store no that's fantastic no and i don't think we have talked about it so this is good stuff lets us uh close our rings as you said four days of talking to each other four days of recording it's it's been the perfect week and i I think this this ends us on a high note so thank you eric that's that's fantastic and thank you listeners if you come across uh weird al yankovic in 3d uh you be sure to let us know and uh, until next time i hope y'all have a good one Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. 
There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Thank you.